You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, we're up to round 12 teams, I'm your host TK, we're a bit under the weather tonight, me and Andy have got colds mate, Andy I'd rather have COVID than this cold, it's worse. It's just lingering, you know, you're fatigued, yeah, look I'm just about blowing out <laughs> Well we're actually deciding we're going to have an Ugg boot night as well, because it's getting yeah. cold here in Sydney. Next Tuesday, it's, it's freezing, it's like it's it's coming into winter, we're bloody, we need to. It's on like Donkey Kong, but Andy you finished 42nd last round, so you're going to get a door dash voucher. So I really want to know what you're going to spend it on. What, what would you buy with your door, your ten dollar DoorDash voucher? Maybe a bottle of water. What is? <laughs> what is that? What get you get a, you can get probably a piece of chicken. Yeah, just one one piece of chicken, maybe. <laughs> In Sydney, yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh, don't worry. I'll I'll eat the bone as well. I'll bloody eat the whole thing. A one chip. <laughs> now, Cole, you don't get DoorDashing. In New Zealand, so make sure you send me and Andy so we can get chicken every week. But I know you're pretty good. Have you got one? Have you got one? Earlier in the year, and I just sent it to Corpse. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa! Why did you send it to Corpse? The cat? I I didn't even hear this. He's a snake. Oh no, he's just the first one on my list that I saw, Look, so I thought I'd ask him. All I'm saying, don't expect the ten dollars back. That's all I'm saying. I, I got no, I got another email today saying that um, DoorDash were going to give me another voucher because they're about to start up in New Zealand. Oh, well. oh, okay. So, like, oh, your choice another ten bucks. Now you know, get into it. <laughs> All right, so ten dollars Australian, which is what the equivalent of what ten thousand dollars in New Zealand dollars. What would you buy <laughs> in New Zealand with ten thousand dollars? With ten thousand dollars, oh, I don't know, mate. I'd have to weigh it much. I'd probably get the half to the missus. <laughs> oh, you're a very, well, very just because she let you man. do the Sunday show, you're a cat. No, I, I respect that. <laughs> you got to treat him well. You got to treat him well. Oh, boys, keeping the comedy. We haven't given an update on the Talking League Cup, and it's being led by Will M. What a legend. His name is I Have Sextons with Gagos. <laughs> <laughs> is he leading the actual cup? Yeah, like he actually is. So well. he's on a 10,020 points, first overall in NRL fantasy overall. Maybe I should have pronounced that gay guys, but... Yeah, that would have been better, Sexton with gay guys. Yeah. So, there's, some cracking, there's some cracking names out there. Yeah, well, well done to Will for leading the comp and for coming up with a cracking name. So hats off to you, to my, my man. Boys, plenty to talk about. It's probably a little bit less of a kind of last three weeks has just been so just fiery in terms of TLT. Mm-hmm. A little bit more kind of on the expected side today. Before we get to the news, TLT news is brought to you by Rugby League Merch. So grab your Rabsy Warren. Fantasy stud, your feel-good fantasy dud. Plenty of three-date mouse pads going and also the delete, delete app phone case i'm telling you you can drop your phone from anywhere 50 percent of talking league profit downloaded directly to the mental league foundation and the other 50 percent funds all the competition so all the details will be in the episode notes or just head over to rugby league merch.com talking league is the code for 10 percent off any of the talking league range all right boys tlt news so the storm they welcome back jerome use and harry grant moving back to hooker the cheese back to the bench Tui to start for prop i know that cole's got plenty to talk about about Tui tonight Ruben Garrick, he moves to the fullback for Tommy Torbo. Veteran George Tafua, he's back on the wing. How the Cowboys, 
Hamo is the new winger for Felt. Cohen Hess starts at lock in our favourite coach, Todd Payton. He's done it. Jakey Granville oh on gosh. the bench. Yes. Why? Just tell me why, Payton. <laughs> he just hates us. You're winning. You're playing the best form of your team's playing the best. They're actually currently ranked third in this, this season. And you want to change it up. I want him on Talking League only for 10 seconds just to go, Todd, do you hate NRL fantasy coaches? <laughs> They'll probably yeah. leave him on the bench for 80 minutes, though. Honestly, oh. he might play four minutes, but it's still just a worry, isn't it? I've got a feeling that Tim Sheens used to do it to him, like when he used to play NRL, <laughs> and now he's getting everyone back. It, like the bully that was bullied. Yes. <laughs> Big time. Now, boys, disappointing news for the Broncos. Adam Reynolds remains sidelined, which is interesting. Titans, interesting. Brian Kelly, he's replacing Philip Sammy. The big news, David Fafita back on an extended. Now at the Knights, Jake Clifford, he returns. Be interesting. Maybe he might take the goal kicking back as well. Tuala in for Bradman Best. Chanel Harris Tavita, he's back for the Warriors. AFB is out replaced by Jazz Tavaga at prop. Freddie Lussick, the fighter, he's back in at hooker. And you've got Utu Kulo, who's the new benchman. Dun- Dunamis Dewey, he was like an origin player two years ago. He's back on an extended squad. Now, Cam Murray is back for the Bunnies, and he's on extended. Also returning is Mark Nichols. Trent Peoples, I don't think you should panic, but he might become Trap City because he's on the extended bench. Yeah, I'm glad I avoided that, but yeah, that's... Tavita, Totola, and uh, Tane Milne. They're both named, but really, they had some really shocking HIOs on the weekend, so not expected to play. Dane Laurie, he returns at fullback. Interesting. Pushing Stafford Toe to the centres for the Tigers. Luke Brooks is also back. Peachy and Madden, actually, the two that makes way. Dave Nofaluma is on the extended bench. Now at the Sharkies, Will Kennedy, he returns at fullback. Lockie Miller, he's named at 18th man. Sifa Talakai is cleared to play. Chookies have Satili Tupanil returning from the head knock, but they retain the same 13 started last week. Doggies, big news. Jacob Carraz, he retains a wing spot ahead of... Jaden Ockenbauer with Josh Adokar returning. Zach Docker-Clay, don't know too much about him, but he's the new man on the number 14. Maxi King retains his starting role. Dragons, Andrew McCulloch returns on the bench. Elsewhere, the veterans return for the Raiders. Both Jared Croker and Jamal Fogarty back in the starting lineup. Xavier Savage replaces CNK out at fullback. And finally, the Eels. They welcome back two of their star wingers. Waka Lake, he returns to the starting lineup. Maker Sivo, he's back on the extended. He did come through with two tries last year, week, sorry, last week in reserve grade as well. IPAP again named it lock. Nakore on the edge, similar to last week. So we'll discuss that in as well. But boys, let's talk trades. Cole, we'll start with you because you've got plenty to talk about. Trades, what's on your mind, my man? Um, yeah, so obviously I've got AFB, so I have to get rid of him. No one knows how long he's going to be. looks like it's probably going to be season A if he's got that list rank. So he's gone, so he's going to have to be removed from my team, unfortunately. I held the faith of the, what, 12 rounds, and now I have to let him go one before the bye, which is a bit of a pain. Uh, and probably going to get rid of Taft to bring in my man, Jacob Carreras. Yeah, nice. Andy? Look, I... No trades for me. No <laughs> trades. You're a liar. You're going to get drunk on Friday now, and you're going to do it. <laughs> Maybe the look the only one I, could, I was actually can think about is the ghost to Karaz. Oh, Billy Smith. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. could be the only one because he's the only one that's been a pain in my side because Karaz looks like he could make a bit of coin or I don't know. I might just leave it. Even though because also Karaz is another round thirteen player. Yeah, it's a big push for me to come back from or come into the top thousand. So we'll see. I might need to make some sort of special play. Ooh. I might just have a couple of scotches on, on Thursday and, and see how we go. I like it. Now, boys, I am going to do that, Billy Smith to Jacob Carraz. I've just got – I really want Nat Butcher, 
But there's so much uncertainty with these uh, Jeremiah Nanai, Stephen Crichton, Ruben Cotter. I just think if I got rid of Max King, because he's the guy that I actually want to get rid of him, what happens if one of those three guys gets picked and then I've lost Max King? So I've got plenty of cash in the bank too. So I was having a look today, like Matt Butcher can literally hit another 60 and I could still easily afford him from any of those three players. So Nice. Well, that could be a play. Yeah. So just going to kind of just sit on that for a week. But yeah, boys... <clears throat> Reese Wobson, we, we did mention that. Let's talk a little bit of round 13 now. We've been told this is the favourite segment now. He's just biased. <laughs> what are we going to do post round 18? Like, it's gonna, uh, we're going to be massive trouble. We could think of something, surely. Yeah. Creative. Andy, let's talk about a round 13 shopping list because I think pretty much Jacob Perez will be my second last purchase and then I'll probably trade out maybe a one origin player next week. But anything, anyone else popping up on your radar? My big one, because I'm not, I'm not trying. I've already got about thirteen, so I might aim for fifteen for round thirteen. Mm. Um, Tohu Harris, I think. Oh yeah, he's my, he's my probably my number one picking up for round thirteen. Because you know what, like, <laughs> would you just give him a week just to make sure he makes eighty minutes? Because he played seventy last week. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. You know, he's he's still break even, still like sixty seven or something, yep. I believe. So I think, yeah. Wait until next week, pick him up before um, round 13 and have him for the rest of the season, I'd say. Yeah, especially Kyle. I think at the moment, especially with all the suspensions and in, not well, not really suspensions, but definitely injuries, like wasting some trades, especially one week out, I just think everyone should just kind of just not make any huge plays this week, I feel. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get Tohu this week. I think he's going to go close to his BE, and I think he's going to After play like 70 and 80. He, just, he goes and does the massive play. He's just going to yeah. that look I'm good. going. I'm going to get him this week, man, because I've got a feeling he's going to go close to his BE. He's not going to drop much cash, man. If he does, he might only be 5 to 10K, so I don't think he's going to drop much. So I don't think there's any harm in getting him this week or next week. Who are you just selling him? Who are you selling for him? What's that? Who are you selling for him? AFB. Oh, that's a pretty good trade. That's actually, actually pretty good. Yeah. All right, we'll take we'll take it back. Cole doesn't <laughs> trade, and he's just gone and been a gunslinger one week out. He just doesn't care. <laughs> he was talking up Tui Kamakamika like before we actually started the show, mate. Why don't you pull the trigger on Tui? No, not yet. It's not round fourteen, bro. <laughs> fair enough. That's fair. All right, boys. Let's talk about round seventeen. Bye, bye, bye. Andy, they need to real like I've got three. I was probably put off a little bit about Cameron, Mc, Cameron McInnes last week. He had a really unusual role because he started so well, boys. But then Wado played a bit of lock. Braden Trindle played a bit of lock. And it's just kind of – I want to see him at least get 70 minutes or something in that 13 role. I think he offers more than Trindle does. But I'm really excited to see Nofa hopefully return. He's only extended, but I know he's struggling. Apparently he left the game on Friday with – more headaches, so that's not good. But Dane Laurie, he's someone that is someone that we picked up really, really cheap last year, and he's around that kind of four hundreds at the moment. So I'm, I'm keen to see him play. Andy, any on the seventeens? Yeah, disappointing for Stafford Tower. I thought he was playing pretty well at the full at fullback. Mm. Um, yeah, but I think if you have, I have him in draft, it was pretty good. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> writing narrative, but he, he, he's playing the centre, which is only a wing of fullback. So hopefully, he gets a duel. Um, the one player is on my on my watch list, Jerome Hughes. Yeah, he, for sure. He, he's dropped down a fair bit of price, and he's not playing Origins. He would definitely play that round seventeen, but yeah, only owned by eight point five six percent of people. So he'd be probably my number one target after round thirteen. Yeah, and depending yeah. on how he round thirteen is good because it gives him that extra week for that lingering calf injury. Right? Yeah, yeah, hundred so. percent. So look, him coming back and Munster having that 
Because Munster will, might be rested over that period. You never know, depending on how Bellamy goes, when how bad Melbourne goes. Yeah. But it, Munster coming back from Origin, Hugh, that's where Hughes picked up last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, after Origin period, and we exactly sort of had, to, had to sort of pick the team up. So well, he's, he's lost $42,000, only 692K. So I'll have to look at who I'm going to trade out for him, but he's definitely number one target. For someone at 692K, I really, really like it. Kyle, round 17 targets, anyone on your mind at the moment? Um, yeah, I've got a couple, but my main one is probably Reed Marnie. I don't think he's going to play Origin. I know that the um, Parramatta, they're going to have a few outs in the front row, but I think Reed Marnie isn't going to play Origin. So I think he's going to be a real good target um, uh, post-round 14. I'll probably look to go from Tom Starling to a main because uh, just with, as I said, I've spoken about the seats, but Ricky Stewart's rotation in, in the Raiders' minutes. Tom Starling, he's still scoring fairly well, but I think Reed will end up outscoring him, and I think he'll be a good pick-up um, um, for Tom Starling. Yeah, I had that decision two weeks ago, and it's not because I knew what I was doing. I just I just wasn't liking Todd Payton. I just I can't trust him. That's the only reason why that I think separates Reed Robson and Reed Marnie is that Reed Marnie is their 80-minute hooker. Robson should be their 80-minute hooker. But his coach just seems that he's the smartest man in the room. Like, well, well done right. for reading to pick up those red flags. Yeah, <laughs> and he likes Drake Granville. Yeah, he just likes Jakey for some reason. Maybe they go on the punt together or something. Oh, he's got something <laughs> on him. Yeah, big time, boys. Let's talk Titans because a bit of interest now coming in. Plenty of plenty of questions coming through the DMs on Jaden Campbell, Brimo, and Sexton. But Kyle, any of these three kind of tickling your fancy at all, man? I, I've definitely looked at all three. Uh, I think out of the three of them, uh, I think Toby Sexton could be a, a not a bad option. Just he's dropped he's dropped a lot of money. He's only one point six percent owned now. Um, definitely consideration. He's just sort of the last few weeks he's sort of seemed to have found his feet with the scores of fifty eight and the win over the Dragons and a sixty one against a pretty good Shark side last week. And he actually looked right in those really really terrible conditions. Um, he's definitely bottomed out, and I don't think he's going to go any more south in his price, and he'll be on the rise in cash. So if you can trust that he can continue to hit the decent numbers that, that we've seen in the last few weeks and the way he went at the end of last year, then he's definitely a big good option and a good person to be able to flick off just before round 17 at a good price to a decent round 17 player. Now, Andy, you took Jaden Campbell on a bit of a drunk date on Friday night to get him in your team. Yeah, he sort of seen me <laughs> out, and I was a little bit... Um, loose and ready to go, and he picked me up. So. A bit loose and ready to go. Wow! <laughs> I, I've got to actually. I, I'm keen for Campbell because even watching him play, he seems to get involved a lot. Yeah, like he was kicking these massive bombs, and you know, can, and he's offensively and defensively set. Here's another point against Sexton, though. So last uh, last game, Sexton mm. made 32 points from tackles and eight in turnovers. That's 40 points in defensive uh, compared to his average of 16.8. Tackles per game, previous games. So mm-hmm. I think that game is the outlier. I think you know you can't. Obviously, he didn't score a try. He might not. He might still be good, but I think it's a massive outlier compared to his previous games. I know. Yeah. I know. Campbell coming back. They got the whole. <laughs> I'm not. This is going to be funny. The big three. <laughs> the, big three. the only three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just say you're going to be worried because 32 points. That's 40 points in turnovers and, and tackles. So yeah, I don't know. But yeah, Campbell my pick out of those three. Toby Sexton's at the price where he should have started the season. Correct. And he would have yeah, been yeah. really good value. Like everyone arguing at the start of the season that he was a 600k halfback. He was never going to do it because the experience around him in the spine and that high break even from some junk games that he played last year. It was never going to work. But my man Jared Luck, he's, he sent me a little bit of stats on 
what happens when these four players play together? Now, they've only played four games in the spine together this year. Toby Sexton, when he plays with Campbell and Brimson, 61, 44, 58, and 61. Still, still wow. a minimum, minimum amount of data from games, but that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I reckon if you've got trades up your sleeve, just say you've got 18, I reckon Toby Sexton you could trade in. Well, like, like Kyle was saying, he's, he's bottomed down now, I guess. Like, I reckon this is bottom dollar at the moment, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't criticise you for picking him up. I would actually praise you. I would wait one more game. Just because I need, I need at least one, one or two more games. Man. Yeah, I know one or two more games for him to to prove that he can keep that consistently. Because he had a run of horrendous games um, leading up to those two ones mm. he's played. So I'm going to give him the three date rule. I just hate these players that are just coming in such good form, but we don't want them long term. What are we going to have yeah, him for no, one week? The, that's the annoying thing coming close to the buy round. It has to be someone that you're prepared to hold right through until sell and just before round 17, so you have to be certain that they're yeah, going to be good exactly. right up until... Yeah, big time. But let's put them in order, boys. Your buy order. I want to say Jaden Campbell would be the most interesting. Sexton second and Brimo last. Kyle? Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with it. I think yeah, Jaden Campbell's the most exciting player to watch. Sexton's a bit boring and just plods around. And Brimson just, yeah, I just don't think he's really relevant, to be honest. Yeah, I think Campbell's on my mind if Crichton goes to Origin, that's for sure, because I'm not holding Crichton if he goes to Origin. Andy, what's your list there? That's pretty much, pretty much spot on, purely because I picked up Campbell, so I'm hoping that you're <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I think since he's come back, I think they've, he's just been playing well, and the involvement in the team is massive. So. Yeah. Boys, let's talk Warriors, because a few of them came back into form last week. Warriors. Let's talk SJ, Walshy, Tohu, and let's talk a bit of Jazzy. But, Andy, I think everyone's kind of missed, because you're not going to pay 536 now for SJ. I think you needed to take the punt last week, right? Jeez, I was flirting with that, too. I was I was sort of drunkenly flirting. <laughs> <laughs> they would have been to pick up with the season. Wow, but. you were a bit of a hoe last week. Yeah. No, nah, I think he's, a, he's pretty much similar to Sexton, isn't he? You know, oh, he's, yeah. he's had a run of poor form and had two games yep. to show form. So, yeah, I think with him, you're just chasing, you're chasing points. Yeah. Maybe give him third round three. He could be Sexton or SJ, but, yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, Kyle, SJ? Nah, not for me, man. Uh, what did I write down about him? Uh, can, we, can, can we trust him to continue the scoring pattern? No. Well, usually you just uh, say mud, mate. What You're just protecting your no. boy. I don't know. Um, he had a lean run round six to nine against four of the best teams in the comp. When you think about it, not four of the best, but four of the top sides, and then he bounced back against the Rabbitohs and Dragons. Uh, he's probably close to you know. A- apart from last week, um, he's bottomed out in price. But I just can't don't see him continuing the big scores. I can't see him getting much favours from his pack going forward with Lodge and AFB gone. He relies on the space that his forwards provide and the go forward, and I don't think their pack's going to provide much go forward now. True that. Is is the injection of Toe Harris back to the team, is that what lining up? Uh, I think he naturally going? makes the team better. Yeah. 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 But it's only one player, though. Yeah, but boys, you might hate me for this, but I'm still flirting with Reese Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ready to give it up because at 486k, I know what he can do, and I'm just waiting for him just to hit, you know, full steam ahead. I think I'm giving him one more game to win my love. 486k, boys. I don't know if we. You're gonna. You're gonna. This is like your. This is like your. Before you, this is like your bad ex that you can't get. You can't. You can't get away from. Sending the late night text. Yeah. <laughs> he just keeps texting me too. <laughs> He's got pretty eyes. I'm giving him one more game. 
But he's got to stop wearing the eyeshadow. <laughs> <laughs> he's not good. Now, Cole, you know your thoughts on Torhu Harris. I think I'm looking at him, especially I could afford him next week as well, just depending on who's there for origin. But I'm right behind it, especially if he can drop another 20 or 30K. I think Torhu Harris at kind of that 670 mark, he would be nearly, I hate this word, but a season-long keeper. Yeah, look, he he has been a keeper he in the is. past, and you, you just think well, he can't not do it again. He's just is that a specimen too? of a player. Yeah, and this I, is the reason that I'm getting him this week because so he'll be my team until the end of the year now. Yeah, that's he's already kind of proven it that he can be. We talked about quality for a little bit in round thirteen, and this is guy. She's ticking yeah. all boxes in terms of quality. Like, all right, I'll pick up Tohu this week. <laughs> Fine, you got me. <laughs> Good boy. All right, last one is Jazzy, and Shooter actually brought him in five games ago, and he's got some good scores, 56, 39, 50, 62, and 58. So for me, probably Jazzy's probably a little bit too expensive at 652, yep. but Kyle, he's fantasy relevant. I love the way he plays, man. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely love the way he plays, and he definitely is fantasy relevant. Uh, but I think, as I said, I think he's a little bit too expensive now to pick up. Um, and uh, playing at prop two, his minutes may be reduced. So just be aware of that. Yeah, because it's one of those interesting ones. He's, he's averaging 56, great PPM, no AFB and Lodge. He probably does need 60 minutes, though, if you really want to expend yeah. that money, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, as I said, if you got him five weeks ago like she did, you'd, uh, you'd be grinning from year to year, but I don't think you'd be as happy seeing him at prop this week as you would have five weeks ago and from then. So, um, yeah, I don't think he's going to get enough minutes to guarantee uh, picking him up now. Yeah, Andy, any thoughts on Jazzy before we move on? Uh, I think you've both nailed it. The fact that he's pretty fiery does scare me off a little bit too. Yeah. He like, loves, it, loves, loves it a little bit biffo. Yeah, he gets emotional and sort of can't hold his, um, his swinging arm. I want <laughs> to say you bring it back. He hasn't done it for a little while. He's maybe he had, he TPJ. What did they do? Have a psychologist or something on the set? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. You keep forgetting it's the, the low points. All the points have gone. Oh, got so away. Yeah, true. <laughs> They'll come back eventually. Yeah, true. All right, boys, let's talk about another half that's kind of coming back onto the radar. And like I said, why are these boys trying to start playing good? Because they're tickling our fantasy. Fantasy and fa- whatever it is. Luke Keery, 621K, break even at 26. Only 1% owned the boys at the moment. His last five games, Andy, 46, 51, 50, 43, 68. Seven try assists in the last four games. Huge kick meters and his running games returning. Thoughts? Yeah, to be fair, this is another player who's sort of been looking at um, just in the back. But, yeah, really come into form, you know. It would have taken him a while to come back from that injury. Yeah, big, for sure. Big injury to come back to. And then he had another Aaron setback up. in the off-season as well. Yeah, so he didn't get to get into link up with what with uh, Walker too often. But, mm. mate, 2% owned. And is he a round 13 option, you know? like well, The thing is, boys, he is a quality player. Like, exactly. Yeah. At his best, he's in the top 10 players in the NRL. So... Can you you can you punt on him? Yeah, especially for two percent ownership. That's crazy. That's a pot and a half. Kyle, interest? Oh yeah, I said I brought him up. Um, I think I brought him up a couple of nights ago. I was driving over from work the other weekend, and I yep. I just thought, man, Luke Gary seems to be starting to hit some form and play really well. And I went and back and had a look at the stats from this year, and I was actually quite surprised about how well he was going. And it reminded me of the start of last year on how good he was mm. going when you had him, TK, and it propelled yeah. you up the ranks real quick because of how well he was scoring. And, um, yeah, Sid, I was quite surprised to see how well he'd gone on this year. And he's definitely a, an option if you want to go down that pod route. Last five average of 51.6 and last three at 53.7. So yeah. he just seems like he's starting to combine real well with Teddy and Walker. Mm. And he's really starting to find his mojo now after, you know, halfway through the season. And he think that knee's probably 
you know, in, in the best condition it has been for the last year. So he's finally found a bit of confidence and really starting to show in his game. Yep. All right, I'll pick Kiri up as well. <laughs> fine, fine. I'll make two trades then. You can do four next week, man. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got four to make. <laughs> <laughs> Shooter definitely doesn't. Boys, let's... Let's talk a little bit about cashy play. Now, Jacob Carraz, 321k. Now, Kyle, let you start because I know you've been wanting to speak about this boy for like the last three weeks. You pretty much just hold out on TLT just to look at the Bulldogs team just to see if he's there. So take it away, yeah. man. Yeah, Bulldogs team was the first team I scrolled down to to make sure he was in because as soon as I saw him in, he was in my team. Uh, I'm bringing him in this week. I don't think he's going to be a trap. I think with him, as I said on Sunday night, I think because he's been selected over Ockenbore now, I think he's going to hold that spot, whether it be centre or wing. Uh, and, and when you look in the extended bench, there's not actually a lot of decent outside backs that could come in for him, apart from Ockenball, which I don't think is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, he's in he's in my team for this week. Um, at minus 11 BE. So, mate, he, he's going to make some money. And if you can go off his past couple scores, if he scores, you know, a 30, there's a 40 grand straight away, and his BE is going to be even lower than minus 11. So... He's going to make you some real good money, and I think by the time it comes to round 17, he could be a perfect man to flick on for someone fairly decent that plays yeah. round 17. Yeah, big time, boys. You know his journey. So he's got a test debut at Le- for Lebanon at 17, started at the Bulldogs, went to the Cowboys, went to the Knights, and now back at the Bulldogs. Jeez. Ah, sheesh. And under an interim coach. Yeah. I like him, but... It's yeah. mi- minus 15, B. Look, I don't, I don't expect him to score 50 every week, Andy, but I, I can see him scoring in that 35 to 40 range yeah, and making he, his money. He's a, busy, he's a busy winger, though. He goes looking for the ball. He doesn't just stand out on the wing Yeah, waiting. 100%. I just don't know if six tackle breaks and three and a half offloads is going to happen every week. And what's the number one thing that makes players play to their full potential? Contracts. Contracts. Contracts, Contracts baby. baby. Contracts. Yeah, I like him. I'm I'm bringing him in. He's better than Billy Smith. It's better than having a missing person. In I team. haven't got three yeah, traits to make. I can't get uh, Tohu, <laughs> Kiri, and Kiri. Well, mate, you just can't be greedy. You're going to have to decide. I think that's a problem with us doing this pod. We, we identify all these good players to pick up. <laughs> We're bringing on so much trades. Well, that's why I suggested having a talking league team. Ooh, yeah. Where we all kind of control it because then we can just like not – well, we can convince each other not to trade and stuff. That'd be the most bickering. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, pick up this player. No, this put, player. Put a vote in. We have to get a, a controller for sure. So we're all Jacob Carraz. We're buying him. Boys, let's talk Sif up because he's been named, apparently being cleared of any serious injury. So he's good to go. But let's talk about him because he's just burning a little bit of cash for a lot of people. I know Shooter's not happy. But, you know, he's got scores over the last month of 30, 40, 23, 23. So not shooting lights out ever since he took out old Morgan Harper. But, Andy, what's your thoughts? See an urgent sell with someone just if you've got, you know, plenty of people have bushfires, man. I don't think you can sell him this week. I think he's a perfect candidate for a big round 13 play, in my opinion. You know, like you can like pick up... one of the eight options that you just... <laughs> yeah, either a Kiri or a Toe. I think he's a, I think he's a sell for me. Like, Who would you go to, you reckon? Well, yeah, I think if, if you have cover for Santa Tohu, because he's probably around that, mm. that price. Because what's he, 633 Sifa, and then Tohu 680, I think it is. So, yeah, yeah. So if you've got oh. that extra 60K... That's a crazy update. And you've yeah. got round 13 sort of... Um, yep. Player, and that's that's like I said, you don't want him to burn more cash because what's his BE at the moment? It's 86. It's massive, yeah. yeah. Get rid of him. Would you go downgrade if you can't do that to Nat Butcher? I don't see why not if you play him on the edge. Mm. And he's the, a like, nice money in the but, bank, too. Butcher's on the way up, he's going to make some money, and this guy's on the way down. So it's it's about buying 
low and selling high, yeah. baby. I'm a sell as long as you don't have other bush vibes, Kyle. Yeah, I'm definitely in agreement. I think he was in a real purple patch there, and I think now that's just dropped off, and he's back to where he was scoring as a centre previous that he's played there. Yeah. So I think it's time to move him on as well. And yeah, nice cash down for some money in the bank could be really good or up to Tohu. Fair enough, boys. Jason Tamilolo. Now he's out a week. Should be back next week. But again, the DMs are going just absolutely hot on what to do with him. Now, Kyle, what's your thoughts? Buy, hold, sell, yeah. or avoid. <laughs> he's interesting. Yeah. He's interesting, man. Like, um, definitely not in that fantasy form that we know he produces. His coach is inconsistent with his minutes and loves to play him for twenty minutes, and that's it. Um, I, I think I don't know. It's it's a tough one. Like, uh, if I was an owner, I'm not obviously. I would probably just hold him for the week and, and see if he's back next week. Um, yeah, I'd probably hold him just for a week. It's not going to hurt for one week out. Uh, plays round 13 and then you sell him after round 13. But just bearing in mind that he's got a real high B, so he's got potential to lose quite a bit more in round 13 as well. So that's the risk you take if you want to keep him. You've got to be prepared to lose a bit more cash on him in round 13 unless he blows it out of the water. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it's it's totally up to whoever owns him. But for me, I'd hold him for, for a week and see if he's back in round 13. Yeah, I am an owner and I am holding him. And mm-hmm. I think because of that price, I'm going to have to hold him for a long, long time and just hope he's form breaks back because <laughs> I just don't think that unless with someone of quality comes up, I don't think anyone of quality is going to be around that price range that I can be dependent on. So is he I, under I, 600 I'm, now? Yeah, 583. So I'm, I'm a hold and I'm going to be holding him for a long time. Andy? Uh, if, other, if you've got trades, I reckon he could be a sell. That, that's my thing. And look, To one uh, of your boys? Because Todd Payton is... You know, he's broken the cowboy trend of relying on Tamalolo. You know, everyone else is stepping up when he's out. So I think they're not so reliant on him. Watch them still. Oh, who are they playing? Penrith. Oh, my God. If they can win if without they him. Beat Penrith, if they win then without him, then it's even more of a sell. He might have to go back to the Blackhawks. Jeez. <laughs> oh, look, it's a tough one. Like, cause I know it's hard to sell Lolo, but. Yeah, I'm a risky player, and let's play with the risk. Yeah, I'm a hold on him for sure. All right, boys, last one of the night for the burning questions. I think it's going to be on iPad. Where's the hell? Nah, uh, you got Maxi King. Is oh, yeah, and iPad. Sorry, both. All right, let's talk Maxi King. You want to take it away, Andy? Since you just stole the bloody. Yeah, mic? look, I think if you've held him this long, like you've got him. You've got to hold him for round thirteen, like you said. There's spot fires there. And look, he's playing 80 this week on the edge. No, no, he's not. He must be the biggest edge player. Is he bigger than TBJ? Like, but he got 50 minutes. No, nah, but he played in the middle last week. Yeah. So okay. they put they put Josh Jackson on the edge, didn't they? Kyle? Yeah, last week. Yeah, but now, yeah, now, it's now, pretty much the same. Yep. Yeah. Well, it, Josh Jackson's lock played at lock, isn't he? He's named the lock. Yeah, but they yep. always like. I think they like jerseys. Yeah, they, they want to give up their numbers. I think. Like superstition. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, oh, look, if you've held him this long. I think just holding for for two more rounds so you can gain round thirteen. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, especially, especially if he's starting. So, yeah, boys, let's talk IPAP because interesting last week and again, BA is as crazy as Todd Payton. Now, for me, IPAP is the best edge in the world at the moment. His form is phenomenal. His ability, he's just ticking every single box. His his combination with Mitchell Moses is one of the best half edge combinations in the game, and he starts him in the middle. And I think it did affect his fantasy performance. Andy, what do you thought, think of his, his run last week? Uh, look, I think that what is B, is BA mainly trying to play the, the team that they're playing that week? Like, I know Raiders have very versatile um, edges and middles. Like, yeah. But I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me because, like you said, he's been the best 
for last year, and he's the best this year too, dominant in, on the edge. Why change him? I Just like, start I, Madison and put him back on the bloody edge. Maratha Nukore isn't... <clears throat> he's good, he, he's but good he's not going to make a huge impact on the other two He's not. So, look, no, I, hope he, I hope he sort of um, does his wrong, but I perhaps won't lose his defensive points, but... Yeah, he's definitely going to lose those tries. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking, Kyle, right? That's where the points, because you're going to need every, you know, three or four games he scores that try yeah. that takes yeah. your 65 to an 80 or 85, and that's yeah. huge, man. Yeah, yeah. So it, I I'm think just, I'm, I'm, I'm still very bitter about my captaincy option of him last week seeing him <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> I think he, he's definitely going okay, so if you're an owner... He's definitely not a sell. No, no. He's definitely, now he's sort of teetering on not a buy because he's top dollar right now. He's playing, he's second, yep. re, he's priced at the best second rower in the, in the, in the world. Okay. He's world champ. I've got a narrative. Brad's son, he plays fantasy league because he knows he's not playing NRL anymore. <laughs> he, he didn't want to pick up IPAP. He couldn't afford him. He wants to bring him in around round 16. <laughs> so he's trying to drop his price. Yeah, maybe they've got... What's a, his name again? Jacob. Yeah, Jacob. Maybe they've got a father-son team. They've got a merger. Yeah, I, I don't know. Look, it depends. Look, we could all be wrong and they could kill it against the Raiders, but I don't know. Just Maybe they're not liking um, Maddo and Brown on, in at lock position. Yeah, but Cole, it's, I, for, me, for me, the first 20 minutes of a game in the middle is so energy-draining. Yeah. Why would yeah, you, you take? Why would you take your best edge... And the guy that with such attacking promise, why would you yeah. drain him like that? I don't know, mate. Like as you said, he's he's the best edge in the comp at the moment, and to put him into the middle where they could just start Nathan Brown is ridiculous. To just carry on the same rotation they had with Madison off the bench. I mean, as I said, near Corey ain't offering much at all, and nothing compared to what IPAP does. Why don't they just go with the same rotation? Drop one of their middle forwards off the bench and have near Corey there instead, and just carry on the same rotation. It doesn't make sense. It's a bit weird, but um, yeah. I mean, he's yeah, he's got to lose those, those try scoring ability, but I'm not too worried about it. But it's just a little bit of bit of a pain. Yeah, big time. All right, boys, let's go to a quick break. Before we do, uh, we'll be back with all your questions, captains, narratives of the week. But thank you to everyone that's leaving reviews on Spotify and Apple. Really, really appreciate that. But boys and girls, we'll be back shortly. All right, boys and girls, we're back. We got audience questions. Thank you to everyone that uh, popped those into the Facebook today. Now, Kyle, first question is from Matt Kingswood. He wants to know to sell round thirteen players that are dropping in dollars of value right now, or should you hold till after round thirteen and sell for less? Also, is Tohu Harris now a buy? I'll start with saying that Tohu is a buy. He is a buy. Yes. Um, so this is a cracking question, man. This took me a little while just to think of a nice answer to, to try and structure it as best as I can. So um, so it's pretty much totally up to the individual. If you're prepared to let them drop a little bit of cash before trading them, then, yep, all good. Um, but, and if you can identify who you're looking to trade them to and feel it's still achievable with them dropping that little bit of cash, then that's all good. Um, but also, if you can roughly predict what they might lose in the next couple of weeks and still be happy with the cash that that player has made mm. after the loss, then that's all good as well. So, um, yeah, bit of a hard hard question. I hope it's kind of, you understand it, but it's quite a hard question to answer, but I think uh, I've answered it okay. <laughs> you, you've done well, Cole. Well done, Cole. i got no <laughs> idea what the hell you just that, said. That's why we gave him that question. <laughs> You're the smartest one, that's why. Now, Andy, Logan DeWilt, he wants to know who's the best wing fullback to get in replacement for Turbo. He's thinking Teddy, but Teddy has origins and might not be the best trade. Well, Logan DeWilt, 
Uh, great, name, yeah, great name. It is, isn't it? Uh, Teddy, not the best trade, uh, especially so close to Origin. Yeah, so, yeah, you're, you're spot on there. Uh, my, my choice would be between three. It would be Manu. Jaden and Campbell. Garrick and Campbell. Yeah, I think Garrick with the with Tommy out for G season, he's got that season capacity to he's score well. Yeah. You know, he's done it in the past and, you know, Manly need to start playing without Turbo for the rest of the year, which could be tough. But I think Garrick's probably the best option. Campbell second not best option, and Manu third best. All, yeah. play, all play round thirteen too. Definitely get some space to DCE because he could be a huge play post Origin for sure. Yeah. 100%. Now next question, Leanna Mills. She wants to know a replacement for Coates and Talakai. Need to offload some of these duds and also trying to get an extra play for round thirteen. Was thinking potentially to bring in Andy's boyfriend, Jaden Campbell, or maybe his other boyfriend, Joey Manu. Now. <laughs> I got a few options. So Xavier Coates, I think, yeah, get him out of there. I think you'd go straight to Jacob Caraz. You could pocket that 110k if you want a little bit more certainty. What you've got those two options you did bring up, or Joey Manu, which I think he will play very, very well during that Origin period. He's 609k, so just make sure you got some money in the bank there. Campbell is at 543k, so you're not going to spend as much there. And like Andy did mention all through today, he's in pretty good form there and ticking a lot of boxes. So I like him. In terms of maybe saving a little bit more cash and spending it elsewhere, Sifa is an interesting one, and I think probably your best play there is probably Nat Butcher or the upgrade to Torhu Harris, which we've kind of covered already today. So I think just depending on your salary cap there, I wouldn't mind the the Campbell and Torhu Harris play, but again, I think Nat Butcher will also do you very very well. Thank you for the question. All right, next question, Kyle Zane Gibbets. He wants to go Payne Haas to Isaiah Papali. He has a lot of trades left, eighteen of them, man. Yeah, I like that. Lock it in, man. You've got enough trades here to do that. Uh, and do it before Haas loses more cash this week because I don't think he's going to make his 80 break even. Yeah, big time. All right, Andy, Andy Ryan uh, CB, he wants to know uh, Jason Tamley's other one, Talakai, to Butcher and Angus Crichton, which leaves me a bit of cash to play with all the same, too, to Butcher and Madison. What's your thoughts? Yeah, if you've got plenty of trades, I don't, I don't mind the first one uh, if you want to make the trade. So... Maddo at the moment is just you're buying him top dollar, you know, and you he's are. not going to get that many scores. Imagine you, it would kill me if I bought Maddo in and he started hitting me fifties. <laughs> I know, just think like, we're all going to pile into him, and then he's going to just drop. Yeah, I think so. Like so, I know we he put, if we got him four weeks ago, you're laughing, but we're not. It's now. It's and he's, you, you don't buy high. That's the, that's the moral Again, of the story. Again, Jacob Arthur brought him in four weeks ago, <laughs> yeah, and he would sell exactly. it to us. So uh, yeah, I think if you want to make the trades, Lola Talakai to. Butcher and Crichton. But be wary about Crichton because of origin. That's a yeah, tough one. Big time. All right, Wayne Tupo, he wants to know, is Huss worth bringing in back for Lolo or go cheaper to Butcher? I think for that one, just go cheaper to Butcher. Don't pick up Huss during this origin period. Wait for after origin. And, yeah, I think that would be a good trade for you going to Butcher. But realistically, you could hold Lolo a week, I feel, unless you've mm. got no other mids, then, then you have to make the trade. But realistically, I think option number one is actually to hold Two yeah. would be to get Butcher in. All right, Kyle, next question. Jordan Graham, how many trades should we be sitting at now? Any round 17 smokies? Well, Kyle, you've got 30 trades, so what's the what's the magic number? <laughs> uh, I think if you've got more than 16 now, you're doing well. 16 plus, I think you're doing well. Anything more than 20, you're doing real good. So between 16 and 20, I think is a really good number to have right now. Yeah, big time. And you get an additional four come round 20. So yeah. we've still got plenty up your sleeve. What are you boys flirting yeah. at? I think I've, I started with 16 at the start of this round, using one for Karaz. So I'm at 15, Kyle. 
Yeah, I'm at 17 right now. Uh, if I use two, I go to 15. Okay, cool. And I'm Andy? at 14 at the moment. That's why I want to make no trades. <laughs> <laughs> you could be down. You're going to be down to 12 come Sunday for sure. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, Andy, Joshy Page, what's the best trading options for Lolo? Uh, look, there's Butcher is a good option. Um, but I'm thinking there's another one, Mitch Barnett, could be a great option Ooh, too. Ooh, I've been watching him, man. 33 yep. break even, playing lock, and especially with Kurt Mann still out with that ankle aneurysm. Yep. Um, so I think it's a bleeding of the, the blood <laughs> in his ankle. Um, that could, He could be a spot for another four weeks. So Barnett and lock for four more weeks sounds pretty juicy. Could nearly flip maybe someone like a TPJ to him as well, coming up for with the people that miss out on him. But the only issue, I don't think they don't. Yeah, you don't play around 13, so Butcher. Yeah, yeah, you want to wait till around 14. But Mitch Barnett's a great call, Andy. I feel like that one. Yeah. Grant Davis, when should we be looking away from cash cows and focus on keepers? Look, everyone's going to have a handful of keepers in their team. I just think post-Origin, you can get a little bit more focus towards kind of keepers and setting your team for the run home. Right now, Mm -hmm. just trying to go through the buy period. So just make that your kind of priority, getting enough numbers to play both round 17 and 13. You're going to get cashies along the way. Like, I know a lot of people are disappointed about Peoples today, but Peoples will play some minutes during this origin break, so don't freak out about it. South's going to have a lot of representatives. They'll they, they definitely lose Murray and Jay at Joy Arrow. They could put, potentially Andy. lose Keon, and they're going to lose Damien Cook. Mm, mm. So there's going to be opportunities for these young guys to play over the next few weeks, so don't freak out. Andy, at least Peoples is in a $600,000 looper this week. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Big time. That's, yeah. Uh, that's never great. All right. Cole, Cole, Cole Taylor for Cole. Lola to Butcher. Kelma to Karaz. Freeze up 300K to bring in Harris and some other guns coming in next week. Thoughts? Mm. Yeah, we, we talked about just holding Lolo for a week, but I do like both these trades. Um, but as I said, hold or sell Lolo up to you. We've spoken about holding him. Um, but I certainly understand if you want to move him on. And as I said, I'd be holding him for a week. But definitely pull the trigger on the Kelmar to Careers. I like that one. Beautiful. Andy, Matthew, David. Taft two into the sun to Sexton. AJ Campbell or Cheeky Pod in Sevo. Thoughts? You've heard his name again. Put it. Put the put my love interest on there. That's yeah? It. You want to love him? <laughs> we got it. I, I said, if you hear one more time, we'll put it on. Jaden? Is this a tribute to Jaden Campbell? Of course it Will is. Will you be singing? This is for you, Jaden. I'll make love to you. Like you want me to, and I hope to die. All right, Andy, what about we make this? If any of us score a thousand this week, we've got to grow a ratty. <laughs> I almost want one, anyways. Like, so <laughs> I kind of want him. I have to say, his ratty's good. Yeah, he, that's why he's good looking. And I'll tell you what, when he gets a bit more size, he's going to be bloody electric. Yeah, I want, what does he do in the off-season? Because obviously he didn't put any weight on over the <laughs> no, off-season. definitely so. not. <laughs> oh, sorry, boys. I'm just going to skip this weight set. <laughs> it's like he's the same. Uh, so he's taller than Preston Campbell, but he's probably the same weight. Oh, he's about a foot taller than <laughs> his dad. Yeah. His dad was my favourite player of all time, but he's an absolute gun. No, nah, we discussed this earlier. Um, Campbell is my sort of uh, pick there. The Cheeky Ponsivo... I did see him in the um in Reggie's last in the game and he scored a he's back to his barn starting yeah. best so uh, could be a good player there but I think you're going to get more out of the fullback especially with him getting kick meters and uh, a lot more attacking stats yeah especially round thirteen you can wait for Sevo let him come back the bad thing about Paris is that you'll have another game of reserve grade week off 
could be nice and fresh for that week straight up. 100%. Off. And you know, needs it after the injury he had. Big time. Now, Kane Schwartz, he wants to know what to do with Tui. Got 245k with him on the trade block. Thoughts on Butcher or even Tatino? Kane, I think you should wait on Tino again. Going into an, I know Tino's in really good form at the moment, but going into another origin period, just wait and see how that kind of plays out. Now, a Butcher, we've kind of wrapped him and you've got the cash to do it. I think he'll tick a lot of boxes, give you the jewel round 13 play. I think that's a no brainer for you, Kane. Cole, next question. Chris Rutter, good replacements for Kobe Hetherington. We haven't spoke about this bloke for a while. He can finally put out a fire or just leave him in the emergency. Thoughts? Yeah, um, to be honest, there's no real good middle forwards around his price for that 399k is there. But um, as I said, if you maybe want to go back to a round 13 player like Jakey Carras, that's not a bad option either. But then again, if you think about it, Haas is going to be at origin. Um Carrigan's probably going to be origin, so that uh, and Capewell, so that does open up probably some forward minutes for Heathering to possibly drag, drag some more minutes in the middle there somewhere during origin period. So it might not be a bad option if you decide to hold them. Yeah, big time. What's your missus watching in the background there? Oh, she's deaf, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, that's right. Tell her to turn it down. <laughs> Put your foot down. I'm only joking. Andy, next question, Aparima Tawira. Now, looking to trade out Arrow, should I trade in Butcher or Harris, or should I trade out Grant this round? Oh, sorry, round 13, and bring him back after Origin? A couple of questions there for you, man. Yeah, this was tough. This was tough because to, the money-making in Butcher to compared to the keeper status of Harris, I have another alternative. Okay. Sell Grant and get both. <laughs> you know, 19 trades, you've got the ability to, to bring him back after Origin and you, know, you might lose a couple of minutes, especially with Smith there as a hooker backup. So I'm a risky player. Let's do this. Mate, he's barely getting old. That was a ridiculous decision for him to put Harry Grant at halfback. Oh, geez. I, could, I just wanted to be a fly on the wall in that after game blow up from Bellamy. You know, we talk about the contract year. Ooh. He put his extension out. So he picked up his extension. Apparently, Joey John's... Convinced him to go for one more year. Oh, with Bellamy. Yeah. So, again, just making silly decisions where you don't have contract on the table. <laughs> At least, I suppose, in the after-match press conference, he admitted that it was the wrong move, eh? Uh, okay. Well, he's getting... Well, at least he's getting honest in his old well, age. I, I, look, it definitely wasn't the right move, so at least he's getting honest, yeah. <laughs> Big time. All right, next question. Morgan Jones, thoughts on Cody Ramsey? Yeah, interesting. I was really high on the off-season. That charity shield is... Bloody good form by Cody. I think the biggest thing is their team is just just rotating out. No job security in that fullback. Some Fox Sports wrote, it, wrote today, looks like Cody Ramsey secured the number one jersey for the rest of the season. I'm like, it's round 12. He's been dropped twice out of this team. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's no security. Yeah, I wouldn't like – I like his price at 281K and a break even a seven, but not this week. Let him have a couple of weeks, prove himself in that, that spot. He, unfortunately, I want to tease the Warriors because they're down on their luck, but – Again, a lot of teams score well against the Warriors. Again, if if here's the main thing. If you're going to bring a player in that doesn't play around 13, he has to be a keeper or an, a consistent yeah. money money earner. Absolutely. Give him a couple of weeks just to really earn that spot and then go after him, I feel. All right, Kyle, next question. Dan Holdsworth, he wants to know, Michael Molo, what's his job security? We'll roll on to the same answer you gave before you don't play the Warriors every week. He had a great debut, didn't he? He played real well. Yep. Uh, just be aware of the Dragons. he got a lot of forwards in the extended bench that could possibly come in instead of Michael Molo um, and some decent forwards in that, in that extended bench too. So I think you just chuck him on a three-date rule. 
Yeah, big time. I like that one. Andy Alex Clough, he wants to know, should you trade out Britain Nakora to Nat Butcher? I'm going to say yes. Butcher has been sort of lacking lately. Sort of he's dropped in a bit. What was it? I want to say. You mean Nakora? Plat- oh, hang on. What did I say? You said uh, Butcher. Did I? Yeah, you no. went after well, the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> Nakora's been... You're been fading. Been... We're nearly there, mate. You're fading. Yeah, I know. Me, can you hear my nose? It's very yeah, nasally. Yeah. You just want your manoush pizza. <laughs> so, yeah, Nakora's been plateaued. And Butcher's on the rise. And you pocket 114K, so I'd say it's a good play. Yeah. Especially around 13 too. Big time. All right, next question. Jake Gardner, Karaz or Peoples or Madison and Tohu? I'm going to say Karaz and Tohu for me. Prep for round 13. Love the price of Karaz. Peoples, he's not even playing, unfortunately, this week. And like Andy did mention, Madison, top of the market. So I think you should go Tohu on that one. Cole or Josh Davies, will Jazz be dual position if he gets named at Hooker this week? It'll be his third time. He didn't get named there. But not next week. Egan back probably round 13. So I think we've kind of already answered that one. Sorry for giving you that question. Yep. That's all good. Yeah, he, I think Egan will be back next week the same. Yeah, let's talk captains, boys. Kyle, let you go first because what the four main options I'm feeling is Cleary versus Cowboys, Haas, Titans, Hines, Roosters, IPAP, Raiders. Who's your pick this week? And <laughs> did I miss anything out? It's not going to be IPAP. Uh, no, it's, I'm putting it back on Cleary, man. I was spewing when he got 85 points and... Uh, a little old iPad got the 51. I was a bit annoyed. It didn't set it didn't affect me too much in the round. I still made ranks, but uh, <laughs> could have been a hell of a lot better if I uh, got it as Cleary and not iPad. So I'll put it on Cleary this week and uh, not removing it until he either doesn't play or it's the end of the year. Nice. Andy, did I miss any captains? Or what are you going to do this week? Nah, look, ever since that 85, I think Cleary's found into his, looked into his cupboard after his injuries and he's found his, he's found his crown and <laughs> he's put tell, it on back on. Can I tell everyone about you not captaining Cleary in draft last week? Yeah, I didn't, didn't catch him in draft. <laughs> I catch him by Paps instead. Still would have got the L anyways. Uh, but hey, look, yeah, let, look, let's just you move on. You and <laughs> are struggling in our draft league. Yeah, look, I, I'm planning for round eight. I reckon I've probably made about three trades every week <laughs> in, the, in the free agency. We've got the RFA on, and he's at the bottom of it, but you're the only one that uses it, so you get the trades that you want. Yeah, exactly. So, look, it's it's a bit late today as well. We're sort of going, it's supposed to be traded at 12 o'clock. It broke, app broke. Huh? The app broke, I think. Yeah, I think so. Too many, too many people deleted it after last yeah, week. Yeah, last week. <laughs> yeah, boys, I'm going to stick with clear against the Cowboys. I think that's just way too good. There's no real yeah. obvious ones. The only other one was, unfortunately, your boy Arpup, but we just don't know how he's going to respond. So just don't nah. be silly. Who was Sharks first? Sorry. Sharks playing the Roosters on Saturday night. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. All right, boys, let's go to narrative of the week. Cole, spin me one. Uh, can you come back to me? I haven't even thought of one, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> Please All right. come back to me. I'm going to go narrative of the week. Nathan Cleary to hit his first 100 of the year. I do really like watching the Cowboys play. I just think without a low, low. And Kyle Felt might be a little bit too much for him this week. I think Cleary will turn it on this week. Score a nice little 110 I'm going to put him at. Eddie? Mine's going to be uh, a nasty one for the Dragons because people will love scoring, scoring uh, points against them. Our boy Karaz to score two tries. <laughs> We're putting a marker on yeah. him. <laughs> and he's going to get 75-plus points. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's so. That's just bold. I like it. Yeah, I got one now. Uh, 
I pipped to bounce back with 70 plus. Ooh. That's not bad. I hope all these come off. I hope all these come off. Mate, we'll be growing ratties because we'll be scoring like 1,200 points. Actually, what was my... Um, I think I had Butcher 55 plus last on Sunday, didn't I? Yeah, I think so. I had Walsh at finally score. <laughs> <laughs> Did not score. All right, Andy, let's open some packs. Let's open some packs courtesy of Game Day Squad. And well, Game Day Squad, the first fantasy sports platform in Australia, utilising black blockchain technology and NFT. So register your rugby league team and open starter packs for free. www.gamedaysquad.com.au. It is the future of fantasy sports. Andy, are you just logging in? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've got... I'm you got a monster last week, which was pretty impressive. It was a, a second top of the range one too. What, like a gold? One of 100 or something one like that. One of 100. Oh, no, 250 actually. Because you, you had that reserve grade pack and then he just saved the day with a beautiful... Just last bit. Oh, it was a reserve pack for it sure. It was, until that monster, and then you got pretty much paid for itself. Okay, so... Open. What have we got open today? What is it, a nine-packer? It's, it's a rare pack. I'm not too sure if it's nine, or if it's... Oh, it's spinning, spinning. Oh, it's a three-packer. This could be huge. Okay, so first one we've got... Oh, <laughs> Nat Butcher! Nat Butcher. Nat Butcher. Okay, oh. that's... See, that's... It's like this That's a jewel. That's a jewel. Hey, I tell you what... If IPAPS or something comes up, so, hey, if Jaden Campbell comes up, he must be listening to us. Oh, Bailey Sirenin. Okay, up and down, up and down. She ought to be Jaden Campbell. Third one, we go. Uh, Who's that? Uh, Ravalawa. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. Nat it's Butcher. Yeah. Uh, actually, it would have been nice if Nat Butcher came out last, but still, pretty good. No, nah, that's all right. Uh, well, that's that's the pack from Game Day Squads. Beautiful. www.gamedaysquad.com.au. Like I said, you can free open. You can open free starter packs. So definitely jump in that. All right. So this week, no buy, hold, sell, or live Q and A's. Pretty much going to bring it back. We need to kind of recharge our batteries a little bit. Bring it back around round eighteen after Origin, and we're going to keep the Sunday show as normal. Tuesday show as normal. So plenty of content still coming our way, and also plenty on social media as well. All right, boys. Cole, thank you for your thoughts tonight. Always great to catch up and hear your analysis, my man. Yeah, all good, guys. It is. It's a good show. Thank you. Tell you what, I have to keep it down too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we do need the recharging and sound here. We are terrible. <laughs> you know what I'm going to watch tonight? Have you watched Lincoln Law- uh, Lawyer? So good. That'll be my plan. I'll start tonight. Netflix. But you got pizza coming. Yeah, pizza, Lincoln Lawyer. Shut the gate. Congratulations to Bridget Corby, who's got a new job as well. So yeah, we'll actually see if she actually does listen all the way at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go, oh, thanks for, for saying something. Exactly. Man. Exactly. Yeah, nice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. We'll have some more comps. Oh, actually, this week we'll probably have a break from doing the comps. We'll be back next week. But got to announce some winners tomorrow as well. But thank you to everyone joining. And like I said, just hit us up on the social medias. We'll put a few different threads on towards the end of the week to answer a few questions as well. All right, guys. We'll check you Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> yeah, geez. Long time before drinks. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Catch up.